Hello, everybody. We're breaking down the doors and breaking down the scores here on this podcast. I'm Tommy Dees, Sports Director of the Tennessean, and I am joined by... Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt Beat Reporter. Gentry Estes, Sports Columnist. We're all three so good at picking games that, that we're going to retire after this one and go to Vegas and make a living. I don't think I'll be making much of a living. <laughs> but also, don't necessarily have to go to Vegas anymore. No, you, well, in Tennessee, you can't do it by the app yet, but that, that's coming, we're told. And we do use the BetMGM odds, BetMGM.com, which are you can find online and in Vegas. There is an MGM brand, which I've been to, but that's where I digress. Last week, I went 4-3, and three, which made me the champion of the week. I am now 30 wins, 24 losses, and two ties on the year in my uh, premium picks, my pick of the week, I am four and one. You two guys, not so well. Um, Adam, two and five. Gentry, two and five. Gentry joined us a, a little midstream when he uh, landed the job here as our columnist, and he is seven and ten on the year, so he's done two weeks. And Adam is 27, 27 and two, which means he wins one. Then he loses one. Just focused on going one and zero this week. Yeah, but you're four and one on your pick of the week selections, as am I. And Gentry is not very good at those yet. That's, that's zero and two, and that, that we get to pick those. That's, yeah, that's, that's like the, yeah. that doesn't have to be an SEC game. As a matter of fact, so far nobody's picked an How's SEC. How's UAB going to lose at Western Kentucky? Uh, didn't really show, uh, did they? When the Blazers and Toppers get together, you, you can, throw out you the throw, yeah. Yeah. You throw out the scorebook. <laughs> you, you know what I hate is when people say throw out the record book because. The record books where you keep, like, the leading rushers and all that, well, those don't change just because rivalry gets played. Well, it's like people say, uh, what is it? the records. Old ball coach for Spurrier when it's, they say one, but it's actually the other. Anyway, different podcast. Head, but head, head ball, ball coach. Head ball coach head ball and old ball coach. And people say one thing, but it's actually the other one. Yeah. Well, he's the no ball coach now. He right? is. Yeah, the AAF. Folded, but and we should have done a picks podcast. He was a champion, though. He'll remind you of that. Yeah, probably so. The underground champion. <laughs> so uh, we have a very short slate. So a very short podcast this week. We'll be picking all five SEC games and then giving our opinion on a, what we what what game we like best. If we we're going to place one bet this week, that's our pick of the week. But we'll start off with Utah State at LSU. LSU given twenty four and a half points, and I'll, I'll start off and just say I'll take those points. I think LSU's Offense is very, very impressive, but they have given up some yards and some points. And Utah State's not just some homecoming opponent team. I mean, they're not going to be in the the college football playoff, but they're a very respectable program. Yeah, Utah State can at least score some points. LSU can give up some points, so that's too many points. I'll take Utah State to cover. Uh, That LSU offense, seeing them in person at uh, at Vanderbilt, that's no joke. And they score in a hurry, and they mean to score in a hurry. And I think they're – in the whole I need to run up the score mindset as one of the nation's best teams. Also, you know who Utah State's offensive coordinator is now, Adam? Don't know. It is Mike Sanford, former Western Kentucky oh, coach. Okay. He, he landed at Utah State as the offensive coordinator. And I don't know if that really impacts my pick, but I'm the one, I'm one of the three who thinks LSU covers the 24 and a half. You're not really good with this Hilltopper thing, though, we've seen so far. That's, I did not go with, with Western as my pick of the week again this week. One of my picks of the week was against the Hilltoppers when they came to Nashville, and I picked Louisville. Well, me too. I picked UAB against in the Blazers. Right. Blazers didn't get it done. No, nope, nope, mine, mine was right. That was what, what I was getting at. <laughs> that was the difference. Uh, the most intriguing game on the slate this week, uh, the CBS game, uh, 2.30 Central Time is Auburn at Florida and the Tigers who've looked really really good are given two and a half points and 
quite frankly, I think it should be more like five and a half or six and a half. I think they and and I think they're going to win fairly convincingly. I think their offense is for real. Their defensive front is for real, and Florida really has functionally has no offense. Don't let the Tennessee game th- fool you. Yeah, I talked down Auburn last week. I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. So I, Auburn's a better team than Florida, even at the Swamp. So they, they, they win this one by at least a field goal. But, yeah, probably more like a touchdown or so. I agree. I mean, if you watch that Auburn-Mississippi State game, Mississippi State had no chance to stop Auburn. Their offense just went right up and down the field. I mean, it made Mississippi – I know Mississippi State had some suspensions and some guys missing – but I thought they were better than that, and to see what Auburn was able to to pretty much pretty much just embarrass the Bulldogs, and that's not good for Florida. It's a Florida team that I think kind of has has a bad performance coming. Right, the the team I can't figure out is Missouri, and they're at home against Troy. Missouri's given twenty five and a half points. Now, if they were at home against Wyoming, they'd probably be given twenty five and a half points. But Wyoming beat them earlier this year. Troy is a program that. Like a few years ago, and and really going into this year, was kind of on a tier, almost with Central Florida and Boise. It's it's one of those mid majors that pulls major upsets and plays people close all the time. But they've really taken a step back this year, and I think Missouri's going to pour it on. I think Missouri's going to run away with this. Yeah, I'm the only one picking Troy here. My memories are more of the Omar Hogabuk, Levi Brown Troy teams. I haven't really done much research on this Troy team. I will say, I remember Gary Hogaboom? I don't know the other guy. <laughs> Omar Hogabuk. Don't know him. Uh, Larry Blakeney, the former Troy coach, the longtime Troy coach. Uh, I knew some of the beat writers down there at one time. Gordo if, Boy, if, Gordo, Alabama. Yeah, I knew Larry Blakeney. He was if he was stretched for time, Larry Blakeney would have you, according to what I've been told, follow him into the restroom and would do an interview while sitting on the toilet. Stall door, stall door closed, (laughs) and go ahead and fire away. And so, for that reason, I'm picking Larry Blakeney's former team, (laughs) the Troy Trojans. That is as good a reason. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, some people are more accommodating with the media than others. (laughs) <laughs> or or not so much. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to top that. I, I'll just. <laughs> Did you make your pick yet? In Missouri, okay. I, Twenty five and a half is a lot, but I don't. You know, Missouri's now they're, they're going to go back to lost to Wyoming mode, probably. I still think Missouri's a pretty good team. Uh, apparently so, except for that first week, which is mysterious at best. One that's not mysterious: Georgia going to Tennessee, giving twenty four and a half points. Tennessee, nah. The only way this thing stays within 34 and a half is if Jeremy Pruitt just shows mercy. Excuse me, if uh, Kirby Smart shows mercy on his friend Jeremy Pruitt. I looked silly a couple of weeks ago kind of standing on the table in here with you guys when Tennessee went to Florida. You know what? I'm not doing that again. You were waving that banner. I am. I am. I learned my lesson, and I'm not doing that again. So I think uh, I think Georgia's a pretty easy call here. I heard they were going to paint the the red and black checkers in the end zone. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard something about that. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been convinced either way on Tennessee this year, and I've only been correct when I've said the Vols are terrible and picking against them. So I'm going to go that. So route if you'd again. said that every week, I, except been, Chattanooga, you'd have you'd have been yeah. right on. So I'll go Georgia also. And and our um, most uh, another very intriguing. I won't say the most interesting because I do think Auburn and Florida is interesting, but this is probably maybe more competitive conference matchup is is Vanderbilt at Ole Miss going to Oxford, and Ole Miss is given seven and a half points. And boy, that's a that's a that that hanging half point the hook half point hook is really intriguing because you think you know all I got to do is stay within a touchdown, but. Ultimately, I just don't think Vanderbilt is disciplined enough. 
they shoot themselves in the foot and they're not consistent enough. And I think Ole Miss, which doesn't pass the ball very well, will run the ball very well with the quarterback, which is kind of what they do. They scored a lot of points against Alabama. So I am going to take those land sharks at home. Um, I will tease the the primary Vanderbilt podcast on this and to say that I'm going to go over some betting line numbers in that and also Ooh. a story in the Tennessee. And Derek Mason all-time – in, in games that have a point spread below 10, either way, single-digit margin, um, he is 16-16. and 16. He's won three straight in the SEC by, when it's a single-digit point spread, mm-hmm. and that will end in this one. I, th- I, think, uh, I don't think Vandy covers. I think Ole Miss wins by about 10. I like the swerve there. You kind of had us running out. I know. Oh, no, I didn't know the history. And now you jumped off. It's going the other way. Yeah, it's going the other way. Uh, Vanderbilt does not hang. They hang for almost this whole game, but Ole Miss pulls away, wins by about 10. I just don't buy Old Miss. I mean, I, 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 Vanderbilt hasn't done a lot to really give confidence going into this, but Old Miss just isn't a very good team. I, I think this is perhaps Vanderbilt's best chance, certainly up until they go to Knoxville, to get an SEC road win. And I, I, I think I, I don't know if they get it, but I do believe they are within a touchdown. Or so I would go with Vandy. Well, look, if Vanderbilt wins. I hope that they are prepared. Well, do you know if they're taking the band on the road here? I don't think that so. That band, anything? I don't think so. Oh, that's a shame. Because probably my favorite moment from college football within the last few years is when Mississippi State was beating Ole Miss very badly and the Mississippi State band began playing Baby Shark to, to taunt <laughs> the Land Sharks. And they just kept playing it over and over and over. Some tough days at Ole Miss. Yeah, right? it really. Yeah. When, you got, when you got State playing Baby Shark on you, wow. So we're down to our picks of the week. These are the games that we would, if you gave me one game and I had to bet on it and I had to win, I'm taking Penn State, giving the big chunk 24 and a half points against Purdue, which I think has a quarterback injury situation and hasn't been that great anyway. And Penn State's been just killing people and has an extra day to prepare because they played on Friday night. Rondell Moore is hurt too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a potential oh, the, Heisman candidate for yeah, Purdue. Yeah, the best player. Yeah. He could be the best player in the Big Ten, honestly. Had I not seen you already take that one, I was thinking that one too because yeah. Purdue's so banged up. Yeah. Part of this was I was in the office Friday night and Penn State was playing Maryland, and I'm not sure Maryland's probably as good as Purdue, but, boy, they Penn State's good. So my pick is uh, Michigan is giving up five-and-a-half points to Iowa. Uh, Michigan is at a home. Michigan is kind of Jekyll and Hyde. And I think they'll – I know which one's good, Jekyll or Hyde. I'm not real sure. But whatever the good one is, I think that's what they'll be this week. There are five and a half – Hyde's the bad guy. The, you know what? I'll tell you a quick story. Dr. That, Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. So the doctor okay. is kind of the good guy. And, and Hyde's actually not – people think of him – it turned him into a monster. It's actually a book about evolution. And, and this was right around the time that Darwinism was being discussed. And so, so he was – like a prehistoric version. Of yeah, that's itself. a separate podcast. I we think. should do that. Yeah, that's, so yeah, back to I, your pick. Yeah, so they're, they're a five-and-a-half-point favorite. I think Michigan at least covers that wins by about a touchdown. That's interesting because they, they're hard times uh, in Ann Arbor. They can't win the big one, but maybe this isn't the big one. I was surprised to see North Carolina only as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite going to Georgia Tech, and that was a line that I wanted to jump on. Georgia Tech is awful. No kidding. They lost to the Citadel. They lost to Temple last week and scored two points. I think it was twenty-four to two. 
They are what happens when you take a team built around the so triple option. this is option. 10 to nothing, then North Carolina can't just sit on it. They could get that safety and cover. Yeah, this is, Georgia Tech is what happens when you build a team around the triple option, then take those same players and put them in a normal offense on one year's notice. Right. And it's it is not good. So and North Carolina, I thought played phenomenally against Clemson. This that was, but that was the best game of the day. Only question about this game is how much of a hangover of oh they came so close and right you know can they can they turn it around and say all right let's get ready to play football because you're right Georgia Tech is is pathetic. If this is fourteen points, but eight eight and a half now, I think you yeah. jump all over that with the heels. And I will tell you this: if Georgia Tech was still running the option, I might be taking Georgia Tech in those points because that could give you fits. And a hard pre- preparation, and you're still hung over on Clemson, but that's not the case anymore. Nope, not the case anymore. Well, that does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already, and remember to subscribe to this to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcasts. Drop us a review and a rating while you're at it. For Gentry Estes and Adam Sparks, I'm Tommy Dees, and we'll be here next time. <laughs>